This weekend is a huge weekend because all the comedians are coming to town. Aren't Michelle, Sam Pang, Lawrence Mooney, Marty Sheargod, and Mick Malloy, who joins us now. Mick, good morning. Hello, and happy birthday to you, Xavier, oh, I believe. Yeah, is that mate, true? Yeah, 35, and I, I love celebrating birthdays <laughs> and all the attention, so I uh, no, appreciate yeah. it straight off the top, mate. What did you get for your birthday? Oh, shag. <laughs> when you go to work at 4.30, absolutely nothing. What would you like? Uh, what would I like? Just a day Norm away. Smith? Oh. No. Oh. oh, yes, mate. Cut Rob. him off. Cut him off. Oh, this has started right. Yeah, it started gone this hard. Is his birthday, gone hard. Go to the grave without a Norm Smith. Unbelievable. <laughs> if you could travel back in a time machine and change it, you would, wouldn't you? Who got it? Some idiot. Oh, it was it Luke Hodge. You ended up with Luke two who? of them. Yeah. Luke who? I swear if they knew he was going to get a second, they would have given it to the 20-year-old who was just about to go the night of his life. But uh, <laughs> anyway, no good for me. But. Uh, uh, Mick, firstly, mate, uh, how's the hamstring? I mean, I saw an ad running on TV where oh, the, yes. the hamstring yeah. looks so it looked very similar to the Michael Clark incident, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had had a bad night uh, like Michael Clark, and I was wandering around with no shirt on. Uh, with a hammy. It wasn't actually hammy. I think it was gout <laughs> in the end, which looked like the same kind of limp. But, yes, I tell you what, Michael Clark, he'd probably get a game in the Australian eleven at the moment, wouldn't oh, he, the absolutely. way we're going? Have you, have you done a hamstring, Mick? Uh, I have done a hamstring, yeah. I was get, getting off a bar stool, I think, once. <laughs> I've moved way too quickly, and next thing you know, twang. Um, no, I haven't. What was the most serious injury you ever went through in your career? Uh, dislocated foot. I kicked a guy. I kicked uh, kicked Andrew Swallow and yeah, dislocated <laughs> all the toes and stuff. That It was like a um, bird's claw in the boot. Oh, so. really? <laughs> no, that was good. And then the doctor in hospital, when I was in a little bit of pain, said, oh, gee, I'm going to have to trade you for my fantasy side. I said, oh, oh right, yeah, no, that's good news. So you had inside knowledge. Well, I've just got out of hospital. I just had an operation myself, by the way. A v- oh, yes. the v- no. No, it was a penis reduction. Oh. So, look, people had been complaining it's too big. Yeah. So we just had to knock it into shape. No, well, I'll tell you what it was. It was actually a vasectomy. Yes. And uh, here's the interesting thing, and I did not know this, but after you've had an operation and they get you out of hospital now, it's uh, it must be a public liability law, but they have to put you in a wheelchair <laughs> and escort you off the premises. Even though I was capable of walking out the front door, yes. Yes. they have to, for legal reasons, actually put you in a wheelchair oh. and escort you off the premises. You should have seen me. I, I look like Grant Hackett after a long-haul fight. <laughs> the, uh, so I'm going through this stage, Mick, at the moment where I want three kids. The wife wants oh, two. Yeah. We've got two. Yeah. Uh, I said, right, then I'll go get a vasectomy. That's fine. I'll just go do it. And that was my yep. last throw at the stumps. And she oh. said, oh, oh, maybe just hold fire really? on the vasectomy. Oh, so uh, well, there was a small chance, but uh, there's still a chance. The other option you have is you freeze some. Uh, in advance, and oh. I just t- say this to anyone coming around to my place: if you open the freezer, don't go near the ice cube tray. That's, I'm just finding a spot to permanently store them in the that's, tray. In the tray, there it's it is. Scotch on the rocks with a bit of meat. So oh. There it is. One lump or two. Oh my god! All right, you're coming over for the comedians. <laughs> You've sold out Friday night. Um, Saturday, there's two shows, 5pm and 8pm, so you can get away with anything you want, you know, go out later on, all that sort of stuff. Sure. I did.
did notice the comedians, we did uh, discuss, you know, the making of the title, etc. but <laughs> I do notice, Mick, you lead every time. It's Mick Malloy. Yeah, How about is, the front? You're going to see Mick Malloy. Was there any, um, you know, did that cause a fracas among the men? No, it's just the natural pecking order yeah. of things. <laughs> so uh, what it is, is is we call a show the comedians and it's basically three of Australia's finest stand-up comics and Sam Payne. Sam Payne cops it again. Well, and, and as you know, I mean, the only reason Sam's in the show is because our diversity officer insisted on it. <laughs> oh, uh, let's be honest. It's the same as Sean, actually, now I think about it. Uh, Marty Sheargold's in it. Uh, I like to call him the thinking woman serial killer. And, of course, Lawrence Mooney. <laughs> And I love touring with Lawrence Mooney because for the first time ever, I'm not the loosest cannon on deck yeah. when, when we're touring. So it really works for me. We've, we've heard actually that you're a, you're a two-can man before you go in and Sweet do spot. the job. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have a t- generally a two-can strategy. I have been known to do four, but <laughs> those shows aren't the best. So <laughs> I, I need to kind of get in the in the zone and I find a, a two-can strategy, usually having the third on stage as we speak, is the way to go. Yeah, right. And what about the, the green room? Are you you're separated? Are you together? You know, is there a, you know, hands in the middle moment with you guys? Do you know what we <laughs> usually do? We, uh, just before we go on, we get in a circle, we put our arms around each other and sing Tenderfield Saddler. <laughs> <laughs> so I know it sounds crazy. <laughs> Makes sense. But it just gets us all in the mood with a bit of Peter Allen. So that's a. I've just lifted the skirts for you and let you know what's going on backstage. And now, Mick, uh, I'm watching the news as we speak, and there's a line up to see Harry Styles on the Gold Coast. Have you ever lined up for anything? Uh, I have lined up for, well, a, a police lineup. <laughs> when was the last time you have? Cuffs? I've been picked out of a lineup. <laughs> uh, Harry Styles, I'll tell you this. Uh, this this happened to me. I remember being in London once yep. and I was at this China White. It's a very famous nightclub. Uh, for lots of uh, stars and stuff go there. Mm-hmm. And this was a time One Direction were really quite big. Mm-hmm. And I saw this guy at the bar and he was dressed and he'd, he'd gone too far. He's, mm-hmm. he's clearly a fan and he's dressed and looks exactly like Harry Styles. He's got the same hair, same clothes. And then I go, I've had enough. I'm going to go and sort this. <laughs> so I go I go up to the guy and I go, listen, mate, it's okay to like him, but this is silly. You've gone, just let it go, mate. Dial it down a notch. He goes, no worries. And when I come back to my group, they go, what did he say? And I said, who? They go, Harry Styles. <laughs> it was Harry <laughs> Styles. <laughs> Uh, he anyway. sorted that out. He's no longer himself. He did a shoey in Perth, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. He did. Is that right? No. This doesn't count. A new pair of shoes out of a box and mm. water. No. No way. Mm. You know. Imagine a clown shoe doing. Imagine a clown doing a shoey. Yard glass. And that'd get you drunk, <laughs> wouldn't it? Have a clown shoe. It'd be like tapping up a keg. That's and he got a hat. He got a hat in Melbourne, didn't he? Oh, really? really? I'm not he sure. He took a $7 Bunnings hat oh, God. Uh, from someone in the crowd and wore it. So he should have done a hattie. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been fun for all. <laughs> now, you're coming over to Perth, obviously, for the yes. shows. When's the last time you'll hear me? Uh, the last time I was in Perth would have been to, well, when I was doing before the game, uh, the show before the game on Channel 7, which mm-hmm. is called The Kick. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what it was. I went to one of the last games ever. 
at Subiaco, but I haven't been to the new stadium. So how long is that? Wow, there you go. Yeah. I used to love going to it because I used to come over and watch great games of footy and I would do the pre-show and then the minute the game started, go and find it. Find a good spot mm. and uh, mm. and just uh, well, as Beautiful. they say in the classics, have a few shoeys. Now, yeah. <laughs> hey, now Mick, you were you were more enjoyable to interview five or six years ago when uh, <laughs> Richmond were actually no good, oh. and Michelle, you're a Richmond supporter. Uh, I'm so. a Richmond girl, the, the gloss yeah. has really shined off bashing you over there. Being a <laughs> oh, Richmond no. supporter. You can't get away with it anymore, oh, can no. you? And I've picked him to win the flag this year, and I've have picked Tarando to win the Brownlow, mate. So uh, <laughs> you must be sitting just okay at the moment. And Norm Smith, are you are you not going there? <laughs> no, nah, don't, don't no longer. At that stage, I'm blacking. Out drunk and uh, it's wiped from my memory. <laughs> Can I tell you my favourite moment about winning our first flag, which was 2017, and uh, I remember going immediately afterwards because, as you know, it had been a long time, 30 odd years for mm. Richmond. All the fans went down to Swan Street, Richmond, and it was like we'd won the war. They were tipping over cars, <laughs> setting them on fire, climbing lampposts, and all the pubs were so full you couldn't even get in them. So Richmond fans went into the liquor land. Uh-huh. Right, and started treating it like a venue. Oh, my They just God. started opening beers and opening wines. <laughs> anyway, the cops were called, and as the cops were escorting them from the building, they all started singing, Oh, we're from Lickerland. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for Thanks, joining guys. us this morning, Mick. Pleasure. Thanks, Good on Mick. you guys.